Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, Pep, the Super Serial. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Serial. Kellogg's Pep, the Super Serial presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, and his editor, Perry White, find themselves in danger of losing their fight against a dishonest political machine even before the real battle has begun. Listen as they question war hero Joe Martin. Joe, what's this I hear about you dropping out of the campaign for mayor? Yes. Will you please tell us so it makes sense? Well, I... I can't run for mayor now. What? Easy. Easy. Why, Joe? Because... Can you tell us why? I don't know if we'll do any good to tell you. Now, look here, Joe. Are you in some kind of trouble? Yes, plenty of trouble. The kind of trouble I... I can't fight. Uh Uh-oh. I think I detect our friend Mr. Mike Hickey and his machine in this, and it doesn't smell good. You know, few of us can be personal friends with a great sports star like George McAfee, the Chicago Bear halfback. So think of getting an action photo of him as a prize. Right. He's in that terrific pep photo series of famous stars. You get a photo inside every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super serial. Correct. An actual photo of a great screen or sports star. For instance, along with George McAfee, there's Hedy Lamar of United Artists and lovely Virginia Mayo, starred in so many Sam Goldwyn movies. Every photo's clear and sharp. A handy, candid camera size. Now, of course, you'll want to collect all 24 photos in this well series and fast. So learn to play PhotoSwap, the exciting swap game. Not only fun, helps you trade your duplicates for photos you don't already have. Remember, look for your photo in every package of Pep. Those catchy whole wheat flakes that turn breakfast into fun. From the first taste, you'll want a bigger spoon, because it carries more Pep at every delicious trip. I mean Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Now, the adventures of Superman. When cub reporter Jimmy Olsen was seriously injured by henchman of Mike Hickey, political boss at Metropolis, editor Perry White swore he would drive Hickey and his corrupt political machine out of power. White opened an attack on Hickey in the Daily Planet and chose Joe Martin, war hero and brother of Beanie Martin, the planet's copy boy, to run for mayor against the machine candidate in the approaching election. Enraged, Hickey swore he would nip this reform movement in the bud. And the following evening, Beanie Martin came to White's office and tearfully announced that his brother Joe was in serious trouble and was now unable to run for mayor on the planet's reform ticket. Alarmed, White and Kent rushed out to talk with Joe and found him in a reception room at the district attorney's office, where we join them now. Listen. What's the matter, Joe? What happened? Yeah, what do you mean by saying you can't run for mayor? It's the truth. That dirty so-and-so fixed me. But good. Who did? What are you talking about? Hickey. Mr. Mike Hickey. All right, tell us the whole story, Joe. All the details from the beginning. Okay, here it is. You see, my father runs the news and cigar stand at the lobby of the Tremor building. Uh-huh. He's had that ever since the building was put up about 25 years ago. Yes, yeah. we know that. Now, go on. Well, this afternoon, my father was arrested. Arrested? What on earth for? He was accused of being a bookie, of using his stand as a front to take illegal bets on horse racing. Good grief. Frame up, eh? Well, of course. When he was arrested, a fellow was at his stand with a receipt for a bet. He said he'd, uh, he'd just given my father money to place on a horse for him. Huh. 
Then the police brought Dad down to the DA's office, and half a dozen seedy-looking guys swore they'd been placing bets with him for years. They were lying. Oh, of course they were. The filthy... Easy, Chief, easy. Go on, Joe. Well, they took Dad down to headquarters where he was booked and locked up until I could go bail for him. Took me quite a while. I had to cash in my war bond. Why didn't you come to me? Oh, I... I didn't want to bother you until I had to, Mr. White, but... But now I, I need help. You see, it's clear that my father was framed, but... I don't know what to do about it. He's all broken up. Traymore Building said they were going to cancel his lease and his stand. Well, so far, Beanie and I have kept it from my mother. She's not very well. She's been sick for a long time. And if she finds out about this, well, it won't do her any good. Oh, uh, no, no, Mr. White. It's all over for me. I'm licked. You you mean you're you're really going to knuckle under the hickey? Give up without a fight? Now, wait a minute. Oh, believe me, Mr. White, it isn't because I want to. No. If I had just myself to consider, I'd never give up. I'd fight Hickey to a finish. And mainly because this is my town, because I've got a wife and a child. And I'd like to make this a decent place for them to live in. Of course, Joe, we understand. Well, maybe Hickey's machine is too powerful for us to buck against. Oh, come now, Chief. You're not giving up, are you? I don't know, Kent. The whole picture looks black. The picture isn't so black. Let's prove what we can do. Well, that's brave talk, but what can we do? We can talk to and get the active backing of all those business, civic, and religious leaders in town. Those who call and wire to congratulate you on your editorials against Hickey. Organize a reform party. Hey, do you think maybe, just maybe, we can get an organization thrown together? Worth a chance. Call a meeting. Get them together this evening. Invite the other papers to be represented there. I guarantee that we can pick a man out of that group to run against the Hickey machine. Then I take it, gentlemen, that uh, you, as the outstanding business, civic and religious leaders of Metropolis, are ready to head a reform party that will run Mike Hickey and his gang out of City Hall. Fine, fine. There's a lot of organizational work to do. But first, we've got to decide on the man for mayor. Now, I've been giving a lot of thought to that, and I'd like to propose a man you all know and respect. One of the leading merchants and civic leaders of the city, George Hollister. Wait a minute, wait a minute, gentlemen. While I appreciate the honor, Perry and gentlemen, I couldn't possibly, sir. Why? My department store takes all my time. Oh. And besides, I sit on several directors' boards, so I must decline. Oh, now listen, George. This is bigger than your store. No, it's out of the question, Perry. But uh, what's the matter with Bert Gray here? Bert headed the Red Cross and community chest drives for years. He's very well known and universally respected. He'd make a fine man. Uh, it's impossible, gentlemen. My, my company has recently merged with two others, as you know. I've been elected chairman of the board. I couldn't possibly take time to hold public office. Nah, you see? You see? That's why my kicky runs Metropolis. Because everyone's too busy with his private affairs to take part in his own government. So we leave it to professional politicians. And then we squawk at what they do. Now, does that make sense? Oh, How can we expect to have a decent city or a decent country if we shirk our duties as citizens? Now, look here, Perry. We go to the polls and vote. You we... vote? Yes, yes. But who do you vote for? I'll tell you. For the suit is Mike Hickey and the other party bosses puts on the ticket. And you know that the only way you can have a decent government is to see that good, honest men are nominated and elected. But George is too busy with his department store. And Bert Gray is too busy with his business. And I suppose the rest of you... Oh, just a minute. Just a minute. Chief. Chief, how about you running for mayor? Look, oh, Steve, are you crazy, Kent? Not at all. You're even better known than Mr. Hollister or Mr. Gray. You're the editor of the largest and most influential paper in the city. Your reputation is impeccable. You'd make a swell mayor. You certainly would, Chief. That's a wonderful idea. No, 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 no Lois. You stay out of this. It's impossible. <laughs> 
ridiculous. I can't run for mayor. Why can't you, Chief? Yes, give us one. Well, I, I, it's impossible. You know that. Well, 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 I've got to get out the Daily Planet. And, uh, oh, you're so busy. Just what you accuse these others of doing, The Chief. Planet is well organized. It can get along without you for a while, but the city can't. It needs you and men like you. Now, how about... Well... Well, I don't know, oh, but... come on, Chief. If you really meant what you said, you'll say yes now. Well, it, it looks as if you've got me. And you'll run for mayor? Yes, and Yes, I'll run. <laughs> boy, Chief. Hail to Mayor Hello. Peggy. Yeah, who's there? What's the idea of waking me up at 10 o'clock in the morning? Well, I thought you'd better hear this right away. I just got a tip that Perry White, editor of Daily Planet, you know, organized a reform party. Lots of big shots are in it. Keep talking, Pete. White's running for mayor himself. Oh, he is, eh? I thought the job we did on Joe Martin would scare him off. I guess he don't scare reason. Here, get this, boss. George Hollister is running for city treasurer. Quite great for public works commissioner. That's enough, Pete. I don't like this. Meet me at the office in 30 minutes. What move will Mike Hickey make now against this new and strong challenge to his corrupt power? We'll be back in a moment with the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Say, partner, what's a way to really rate with a crowd? Well, you could treat them all to sodas. Or... The first to complete a pep photo collection. All 24 pictures. Now you're talking. You mean those swell photos of screen and sports stars you get as a prize. One in every package of Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Correct. An actual candid camera-sized photo of a great star like Peggy Ann Garner of 20th Century Fox Picture. And Adolph Kiefer, the swimming champion. And the great Chicago White Sox catcher, Mike Tretch. Now the exciting way to swap your duplicate photos for ones you haven't got. Just play Photo Swap, the slick new swap game. But be sure to carry with you at least two or more duplicates. Then you're all set to play photo swap anytime. For instance, say I meet my partner here. I pull out my duplicate photos and keep them covered in my hand. Then I say, photo swap. So he pulls out his spares and keeps them covered. Hey, photo swap? Yeah. Then swap two off the top. Now we trade the two top photos in our hand. You see, that double swap may give each of us the two photos we need for our collection of 24 different stars in the series. Of course, if you get duplicates you already have, then use them for photo swap with other friends. And say, want to make a happy swap at breakfast? Then swap that gotta-get-out-of-bed frown for a big smile of eating happiness. The minute you dig into a bowl full of pep, those catchy flakes of crisp whole wheat. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Adventures of Superman. After a busy day organizing the Perry White for Mayor campaign, Clark Kent and Lois Lane have dined, called on Jimmy Olsen at the hospital, and then taxied to Lois's apartment house, where Kent is saying goodnight to her in the lobby. On a table, a small radio plays softly. Oh, what a day. I'm all in, Clark. Yeah, me too. I'll get a good night's sleep, Lois. I'll see you in the morning. Right. Night. Night. Your attention, please. Wait a minute, Your huh? attention, please. What's this? We've just been informed that Perry White, editor of the Metropolis Daily Planet... Chief! ...and candidate for mayor on the new Reform Party ticket, has just been arrested... Arrested? ...charged with criminal assault. Criminal assault? Stunned, Clark Kent and Lois Lane stare at each other, unable to speak. Perry White, who we know would not hurt a fly, arrested, charged with criminal assault. What can this mean? 
Can this be the work of Mike Hickey, whose evil power has been challenged by the gray-haired editor? There's a thrill a minute in Monday's action-packed episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Don't fail to tune in again Monday, same time, same station, for Chapter 7 of Ruler of Darkness on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. They're new. They're exciting. Terrific. Terrific. Color transfers of funny paper, folks. Harold Teen, Lillum, Shadow, and the Gumps. Tattoo them on your T-shirts, jackets, handkerchiefs. Just press on with a hot iron and they're on to stay through lots of washing. Six different color transfers, almost four inches high. And you get them as prizes only with Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. One in every package. No box tops, no money to spend. And no waiting. Start your collection today. Get that sweet as a nut cereal, Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. Say, tonight's Halloween. Play safe. Don't light fires. Don't damage property. Play safe. This program came from New York. Stay tuned now for Captain Midnight, which follows in a moment. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Well, uh, thinking about Perry Watts' alleged assault, Andrea's of the mind that, um, of course he hit somebody. He's got a very uh, short fuse. And there are people in politics who make you want to do that. I tend to think not, because uh, Perry White may fume and fuss, but he doesn't really get physically violent. There's got to be some sort of frame-up involved. Well, we'll see who's right um, in our next episode. I am actually enjoying this, but not mainly for the Superman stuff. I find a lot of the political stuff very fascinating. And how some of the stuff and some of the rhetoric could very much be used uh, in our current political campaigns. Of course, uh, there's not a whole lot for Superman to do. And you do have to wonder how kids listening to this in 1947 uh, were enjoying it. Regardless of what I'm thinking about it, which is, yeah, this is kind of interesting. Nice little uh, political saga here. Though not necessarily what kids tuned to Superman for. And this, I, I guess, may have been why the show started to run into some ratings trouble. Though we'll get to that. I did find the ad um, for pe- for the uh, picture uh, promotion uh, in part five where they were talking about how you might approach uh, George Sanders to be hilarious. Because if George Sanders was your friend, you wouldn't talk to him like that. Of course, George Sanders was a, a fairly solid uh, actor at the time, really well-remembered for his role in films uh, such as the Saint films and the Falcon films, though certainly become uh, kind of a very prominent uh, actor in the late 40s, even though he's not quite as well-remembered today. All right, well, on to some uh, listener comments and feedback, and uh, this one comes from an iTunes review, and there's a review from uh, Jakovny, uh, who says, I'm having more fun with this podcast than I am reading current Superman uh, comics. This program is why podcasts exist. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I definitely do prefer this to a lot of modern interpretations of Superman. Superman is, I think, a very tough character for modern uh, comic book writers to 
uh, right for. In some ways, he's like Captain America at Marvel in that the character's uh, traditional uh, characteristics, uh, there's just not a whole lot they can uh, do with him because he's so far outside of the um, stereotype of the typical superheroes. And I, so I think that leads to some frustration. Though you will have some who come along and, and write some interesting stories. Not saying they're all... Um, bad but it's definitely a challenge for many comic writers myself when it comes to superman i read a lot but it does tend to be the older stuff the golden age superman uh, so fun silver age superman really uh, a, a bit silly at times you have to be in the right frame of mind to read that and enjoy it but there's also some great uh stuff in there and of course the newspaper strips superman um a bit I've uh, been reading some of these volumes uh, being put out by the American uh, Comics uh, Library, and uh, it's so interesting. And in many ways, uh, Superman in the comic strips was the way that most people uh, knew of Superman prior to the TV show. Far more so. Than Thanks so much for the comment and for listening out there. And uh, that will do it for today. We'll be back on. Uh, Sunday with uh, part 7 and uh, in the meanwhile send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us be sure and rate the show on iTunes and pick up your copy of The Speed of Santa now 99 cents at amazon.com from Boise, Idaho this is your host Adam Graham signing off